Good morning and welcome to Tea Fairy Storytime Podcast. Thank you for joining me this morning for our last day of Aesop's Fables for a little while anyway. Um, I'm super excited as I have received so many books in the past couple of days that I am, I'm, I'm, well, a little overwhelmed. (laughs) Um, I do have two story times that are happening today, so that'll be a good start, and then we will be moving on to more story times later this week and next week as well. Um, But I'm just going to start with today. Today, I have a story time on Facebook Live at, let's see, what time is it at? It's at 2.45 p.m. That is West Coast time. I had to kind of move my times around. My poor little dog, well, she's not little. She's in Newfoundland and she's like 130 pounds. So my poor dog has to go to the veterinarian this afternoon. So I had to kind of switch my times up a little bit in order to make it so that I could get her to the vet on time. I may still have to go dressed up as a fairy, but such is life. Um, So (laughs) the first story time is at 2.45 today, and that is West Coast time, uh, Pacific Coast time, and it is called The Wish Carvers by Kathleen Gower, and it is illustrated by Sari Richter. And so I will be reading that. It's a great picture book, and it's a fun story about two little elves that are siblings named Faye and Eddie and their adventures with a carving knife that, um, well, I guess the moral of the story is be careful what you wish for. Um, So that is going to be the first story time on Facebook Live and then I will be recording it and putting it on YouTube. The second one will be the story Sandy the Service Dog Lost in a Hurricane. And again, I will only be reading the first chapter of this one. It is written by Michelle Dearmine and illustrated by Jess Burhans. And the entire book will be shared beginning tomorrow, May 19th, for seven whole days because there's seven chapters here on the podcast. Today, I will only be reading the first chapter on Facebook Live and um, recording it for YouTube as just kind of a teaser about the book and um, with information as to where you can purchase the book. Both of these books are available on Amazon. Um, I will be giving you more information about uh, Sandy the Service Dog Lost in a Hurricane tomorrow. But today, let me give you a little bit of information about where you can find The Wish Carvers by Kathleen Gower. That's G-A-U-E-R and illustrated by Sari Richter. You can find it on skippingstonepress.net. And I believe it is also on Amazon. I think I went through this yesterday. So I would look for the book um, at both locations and go to skippingstonepress.net and it gives you uh, free coloring pages to go along with the book. It gives you a little bio about the author and illustrator and some of their other books that they've worked together on. Um, And they all look like fun books. I'm super honored to be able to share it. I fell in love with this story the first time I read it. So I look forward to sharing it with all of you today at 2.45 p.m. on Facebook Live. Just go to Tea Fairy and Friends Storytimes and Adventures 
and then following that we'll do the first chapter of sandy the service dog lost in a hurricane and tomorrow tomorrow we will start reading the entire book of sandy the service dog lost in a hurricane one chapter at a time so it will take us seven days to get through the entire book and i will be sharing links and information about the author and the illustrator along the way all right so for today we are going to go straight into more of aesop's fables and the first one is the man and the lion man and a lion were companions on a journey and in the course of conversation they began to boast about their prowess and each claimed to be superior to the other in strength and courage they were still arguing with some heat when they came to a crossroad where there was a statue of a man strangling a lion there said the man triumphantly look at that doesn't that prove to you that we are stronger than you not so fast my friend said the lion that is only your view of the case if we lions could make statues you may be sure that in most of them you would see the man underneath there are two sides to every question which is funny because there's two sides to every story as well Um, again i will give you guys all a little warning about these stories because some of them are not meant for the ears of young ones Um, so that's just that's your warning Um, some of these aesop's fables are um, a little bit harsh (laughs) so that was not one of them that one was pretty mild comparatively to some of the others that we've shared but um i would i would be very uh selective as to which ones you let your little ones listen to otherwise you're going to be answering some very strange questions all right the tortoise and the eagle a tortoise discontent with his lowly life and envious of the birds he saw disporting themselves in the air begged an eagle to teach him to fly the eagle protested that it was idle for him to try as nature had not provided him with wings but the tortoise pressed him with entreaties and promises of treasure, insisting that it could only be a question of learning the craft of the air. So at length, the eagle consented to do the best that he could for him, and picked him up in his talons, soaring with him to a great height in the sky. He then let him go, and the wretched tortoise fell headlong and was dashed to pieces on a rock. See? See? See, this is... (laughs) This is what I'm talking about. What a sad, sad ending for the poor tortoise. I don't know why I'm laughing. I guess I'm slightly horrified. This is why I'm saying that these stories are maybe not meant for young young ears. Um, But I'm sure that there's a moral there that you can sit and speak with some of your older children about. But um, maybe not opening that can of worms with some little ones is... is, uh, my advice all right the kid on the housetop i have a feeling this is not gonna end well a kid climbed up to the roof of an outhouse attracted by the grass and other things that grew in the thatch by the way i believe the kid in this case is a is a goat not an actual child so he was a he was attracted by the grass and other things that grew in the thatch and as he stood there browsing away 
he caught sight of a wolf passing below and jeered at him because he couldn't reach him. The wolf only looked up and said, I hear you, you my young friend, but it is not you who mock me, but the roof on which you are standing. Okay, that didn't add, end so badly. <laughs> All right, next one. The fox without a tail. A fox once fell into a trap and after a struggle managed to get free. But with the loss of his brush, the brush being his tail, he was then so much ashamed of his appearance that he thought life was not worth living unless he could persuade the other foxes to part with their tails also, and thus divert attention from his own loss. So he called a meeting of all the foxes and advised them to cut off their tails. They're ugly things anyhow, he said, and besides, they're heavy and it's tiresome to be always carrying them about with you. But one of the other foxes said, my friend, if you hadn't lost your own tail, you wouldn't be so keen on getting us to cut off ours. The vain jackdaw. And a jackdaw, by the way, guys, is a bird. Jupiter, there's Jupiter again, announced that he intended to appoint a king over the birds and named a day on which they were to appear before his throne, when he would select the most beautiful of them all to be their ruler. Wishing to look their best on the occasion, they re re repaired to the banks of a stream where they busied themselves in washing and preening their feathers. The jackdaw was there along with the rest and realized that with his ugly plumage, he could he would have to chance, no chance of being chosen as he was. So he waited till they were all gone and then picked up the most gaudy of the feathers that they had dropped and fastened them about his own body with the result that he looked gayer than any of them. When the appointed day came, the birds assembled before Jupiter's throne, and after passing them in review, he was about to make the jackdaw king, when all the rest set up upon the king-elect, stripped him of his borrowed plumes, and exposed him for the jackdaw that he was. The Traveler and His Dog A traveler was about to start on a journey and said to his dog, who was stretching himself behind the door, Come, what are you yawning for? Hurry up and get ready. I mean, you, you are to go with me. But the dog merely wagged his tail and said quietly, I'm ready, master. It's you I'm waiting for. That's often the case with my dog, too. <laughs> except that she doesn't lay quietly by the door. She stands and barks at it. All right, the shipwrecked man and the sea. A shipwrecked man cast up on the beach fell asleep after his struggles with the waves. When he woke up, he bitterly reproached the sea for its treachery in enticing him and enticing men with its smooth and smiling surface. And then when they were well embarked, turned turning in fury upon them and sending both ship and sailor to destruction. The sea arose in the form of a woman and replied, Lay not the blame on me, O sailor, but on the winds. By nature I am calm as calm and safe as the land itself, but the winds fall upon me with their gusts and gales and lash me into a fury that is not natural to me. 
night, the wild boar and the fox. A wild boar was engaged in weathering his tusks upon the trunk of a tree in the forest when a fox came by, and seeing what he was at, said to him, Why are you doing that, pray? The huntsmen are not out today, and there are no other dangers at hand that I can see. True, my friend, replied the the boar, but the instant my life is in danger, I shall need to use my tusks. There will be no time to sharpen them then. I guess that's all about being prepared. Be prepared for the worst. Mercury and the Sculptor Mercury was very anxious to know in what estimation he was held by mankind. So he disguised himself as a man and walked into a sculptor's studio, where there was a number of statues finished and ready for sale. Seeing a statue of Jupiter among the rest, he inquired the price of it. A crown, said the sculptor. Is that all, said he, laughing, and pointed to one of Juno. How much is that one? That, was the reply, is half a crown. And how much might you be wanting for that one over there now? He continued, pointing to a statue of himself. That one, said the sculptor. Oh, I'll throw him in for nothing if you'll buy the other two. That's no good. Oh, my. Okay. The fawn and his mother. A hind said to her fawn, who was now well grown and strong, My son, nature has given you a powerful body and a stout pair of horns, and I can't think of why you are such a coward as to run away from the hounds. Just then they both heard the sound of a pack in full cry, but by, but at considering, <laughs> but at a considerable distance. You stay where you are, said the hind, never mind me. And with that she ran off as fast as her legs could carry her. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> Okay, the fox and the lion. A fox who had never seen a lion one day met one and was so terrified at the sight of him that he was ready to die with fear. After a time, he met him again and was still rather frightened, but not nearly so much as he had been when he met him the first. But when he saw him for the third time, he was so far from being afraid that he went up to him and began to talk to him as if he had known him all his life. And that's how that ended. It didn't end with the lion eating him. I'm, I'm rather happy about that fact. <laughs> All right, moving on. The eagle and his captor. A man once caught an eagle and after clipping his wings, turned on him loose among the fowls in his henhouse, where he moped in a corner, looking very dejected and forlorn. After a while, his captor was glad enough to sell... Tell, to sell him to a neighbor who took him home and let his wings grow again and as soon as he had recovered the use of them the eagle flew out and caught a hare which he brought home and presented to his benefactor a fox observed this and said to the eagle don't waste your gifts on him go and give them to the man who first caught you make him your friend and then perhaps he won't catch you and clip your wings a second time hmm, interesting Last one, guys, the blacksmith and his dog. A blacksmith had a little dog, which used to sleep when his ma master was at work, but was very wide awake indeed when it was time for meals. One day, his master pretended to be disguised 
at this or disgusted at this and when he had thrown him a bone as usual he said what on earth is the good of a lazy cur like you when i am hammering away at my anvil you just curl up and go to sleep but no sooner do i stop for a mouthful of food when you wake up and wag your tail to be fed those who will not work deserve to starve oi i don't like the way that one ended <laughs> i think i'm gonna have to read another one my goodness the stag at the pool a thirsty stag went down to a pool to drink and as he bent over the surface he saw his own reflection in the water and was struck with admiration for his fine spreading antlers but at the same time he felt nothing but disgust for the weakness and slenderness of his legs while he stood there looking at himself he was seen and attacked by a lion oh no but in the chase which ensued he soon drew away from his pursuer and kept his lead as long as the ground over which he ran was open and free of trees but coming presently to a wood he was caught by his antlers in the branches and fell a victim to the teeth and claws of the enemy oh no woe is me he cried with his last breath i despised my legs which might have saved my life but i gloried in my horns and they have proven my ruin what is worth most is often valued least hmm i think i should read one more that one ended kind of sad as well the dog and the shadow a dog was crossing a plank bridge over a stream with a piece of meat in his mouth when he happened to see his own reflection in the water he thought it was another dog with a piece of meat twice as big so he let go of his own and flew at the other dog to get the larger piece but of course all that happened was that he get got neither for one was only a shadow and the other was carried away by the current and that is the end of aesop's fables for today for this week possibly for a while as i do have um, not only the book that i was mentioning earlier um, but another one that is in the works as well so tomorrow we will start sandy the service dog lost in a hurricane but then shortly thereafter um, I have another book that just came in yesterday which I have been waiting for and I'm super excited to share it's called Molly and Gran oh geez she told me how to pronounce this let me see if I can find that pronunciation um, One second, folks. Molly and Grania, the seven foot long dog by Gail Nodestein. Nodestein? Notestein. I'm going to have to figure out how to pronounce her last name as well. And um, it's about a little girl and her dog. And her dog is an Irish wolfhound, which is one of my favoriteest of all dogs. I mean, I ha I've had. I'm a big dog person, so I've had a Tibetan Mastiff, I've had a German Shepherd, I currently have a Newfoundland, but um, the Irish Wolfhound has always been one that my husband and I have admired for years. So I am super excited to schedule the reading of that as well, as soon as we are done with the, the dog um, that gets lost in the hurricane, 
we will start with the gigantic seven foot dog as well so it's going to be a month of dog stories and i'm super excited to be able to share this book both of these books just both of these books and then of course like i mentioned earlier if you go to facebook to tea fairy and friends story times and adventures i will be um, both on the group and the page reading stories today and the recordings of those stories will also be loaded to my youtube channel tea fairy and friends story times and adventures i hope that you'll go and check them out um, if you are loving this podcast or have advice about the podcast or questions about the podcast or how to get your book read on the podcast or suggestions for books by um, self-publishing or small new authors um, you can message me through the podcast at anchor.fm or you can email me at tfairystorytime at gmail.com that's t-e-a-f-a-i-r-y-s-t-o-r-y-t-i-m-e at gmail.com you can also become a sponsor or a supporter of this podcast by visiting um, anchor.fm and there is a link there that will allow you to become a monthly um, or annual sponsor for you know as little as 99 cents or more Um, you can also become a sponsor for all of my storytelling activities if you contact me i will be glad to connect you with my paypal or venmo so that you can make a sponsorship donation that way and of course i will mention and thank you for your sponsorship on social media platforms as well as here on the podcast Uh oh the yawns are beginning Hmm. it might be time to get up and get moving i love doing my my podcast first thing in the morning but i am considering maybe moving it to a later time in the day where i'm a little bit more awake and maybe have had a nice cup of decaf and have taken the doggy for a walk and gotten some exercise in um I have a grand move getting ready to take place. My family is in the process of packing and leaving Northern California. We're going to drive all the way across the country to a little town in Maryland. So um, things might change up a little bit on the road across. I may have to take a break when I actually do travel, which will be sometime in mid-June. But then once we are relocated and resettled, I will start up again with the podcast. If I'm able to do it from the road, I will, but I'm not positive that I will be able to do that. So there may be an intermission time as I travel and relocate to our new home. Um, Wish me well. (laughs) I have a lot to do before then and a lot of books to read now as well. So um, super exciting times, super adventures ahead. Um, I probably will be recording adventures for on my YouTube channel because it's called Tea Fairy and Friends Story Times and Adventures. So be on the lookout on YouTube for adventures coming up soon that will take you from California all the way to Maryland. They won't be very long adventures because I try to keep them like a minute or two minutes long, but who knows what we'll see and what I'll be able to record and share. We will see. All right, guys, that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in. 
I hope to read with you again soon. Please share with your friends and family. Our numbers here and on Facebook and on YouTube are growing daily. And I thank you for being part of this adventure with me. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye.